0: Of Castle Hate School, I am Hella Mark Harley. What's that? What's wrong? It's just um. It's it's the Liver King. He lied to us. He said he wasn't on steroids, but it turns out he actually was. More plates, more dates. Did a whole hour-long video exposing his emails between himself and a bodybuilding coach that pretty much prove that he was taking 120 milligrams of test, 120 milligrams of DECA, 50 milligrams daily of Winstrol, Ipamorelin, Ibutamorin, HGH, insulin-like growth factor, CJC. A lot of growth hormone stuff, to be honest, and I think he's overspending on the growth hormone because, you know, talk to me, I don't know how to get high quality, generic growth hormone for 200 bucks a kit. You know what I mean? It's, it's a deal, people, is what I'm saying. But you literally can spend 15,000 bucks a month getting 10 IUs a day of pharma grade HGH. Is it worth it? Absolutely not. I think if you do that, you're an idiot. So the liver king's biggest crime here isn't denying his PED use but the fact that he's overpaying for HGH, right? Am I right? I mean, somebody tell me that, that that's a smart use of your money. It isn't. You know, at least if you bought Bitcoin, some of that value would still be left. Um, so personally, I'm joking about being sad because although when I first came out and talked about the liver king, I couldn't even justify doing a natty or not because I was like, this is so ridiculous, obviously, you know, he's not natty, and we're just going to do a Charlotte of the Week and and look at, and I love that word, because in Derek's video, he actually makes, uh, he, he includes a portion from another guy, Zach Tallender, who has a great channel on YouTube as well. He's an Olympic uh, weightlifter, and he goes through the definition and examples of a charlatan, right, And and does the liver king really qualifies that. And I think the argument can be made that he is, although, you know, we can, we can examine that later. But what I was going to say is he comes on the fighter and the kid and he left me with the impression that like, wow, this guy is so nice. He's so cool. He's so down to earth. Like he doesn't seem like a liar. And so I started to question my own interpretation of his physique and I found myself going like, maybe he isn't, I don't know. Like, and and also I've realized over the past year that I really don't give a shit about whether or not people lie about being natty because I have to remember that I once lied about taking anabolics too uh, in my early twenties and, you know, only told the truth to a few people. And it's just, it's a big burden psychologically. I didn't like doing that, uh, but I felt like I couldn't be open because there was such a huge stigma. There's less of a stigma now, and I feel fortunate to be in a position where that's not going to affect my job or my company or whatever. But obviously, people rationalize these things all the time. And we look at people who are obviously on PEDs, like The Rock, you know, getting giant and shredded more than any physique he's ever achieved in his 20s. Suddenly, in his 50s, but can that guy talk about his PED use? He has no choice, seemingly, if he wants to continue to be a movie star. He has no choice but to have an outright denial and even dismiss the idea that steroids even worked on him. He'd give it the old, like, you know, I tried them once, it didn't work on me. I smoked once and it didn't get me high. Okay. But there's always a reason that people do this. And so my first knee-jerk response isn't, like, disgust or anger. It's like, oh, I wonder... Why? I wonder why exactly he felt the need to deny his steroid use and what was going on emotionally. Was it himself? Was this something he had already doubled down on? Or was it the PR marketing team that he worked with to push him to get a million followers in under a year, which is part of these emails, too? We see uh, sort of pre-fame Liver King um, with a very conscious plan to achieve virality and internet fame with a very short period of time in mind. Um, So who knows, it'll be interesting to come out. And one of the people that I've been meaning to talk to on the show, although he's not a fitness guy per se, he does do jujitsu and lift weights. And we've had some great conversations on a variety of topics. So I wanted to bring him on today because we actually talked a little bit about it this morning and he said he was gonna do a video on the Liver King uh, but it's my good friend Jesse from the channel Jesse on Fire. He talks mostly about MMA, but on his channel Jesse on Everything, he talks about everything. So uh, he's he's just a guy who I think if you if you don't know anything about him, check out his channel. Maybe it's for you, maybe it isn't. But he's always got a hot take. He's always got an interesting and unique take. And without further ado, here's my conversation with Jesse on Fire. Um, having you on today. For those uh, people who don't know, I we were talking about this this morning and actually doing, you know, some some testing of recording us having conversations on certain key things and I realized this might be great to bring on my show. I really liked your take on it. Um and we're talking about the Liver King controversy and uh, I actually just became aware of a new layer to the story, but we'll get to that in a second. First off, I just wanted to sort of pose the question to you, um broadly what is your take on this and uh, uh, from an ethical perspective, what do you think about somebody who put himself in this position to achieve incredible viral fame while pushing a product that some people would say indirectly he's using his body as the poster you know, for this product and is that misleading or unethical or what are the rules that you see there and how should people react to it?
1: Yeah, so it's funny. I so I actually just did a video about this for my channel that I literally am looking at like the end of the uh, like as it's uploading. And I watched the beginning of the more plates more dates video just to get a feel cuz like Liver King is not like super on my radar. Like he wasn't super yeah. you know, like I obviously knew who he was, but it wasn't like something I was paying close attention to. And I was watching this and it's like He's in a, he was, he's in a tough spot to begin with. Like if he's selling a a health and wellness program for all intents and purposes, you know, these nine pillars, here's what you do. None of which have shit to do with steroids. You know, like they don't, it's like, it's like a lifestyle uh, thing that he's selling and people, it's not like he volunteered. And by the way, I am not on juice. People asked him, they put, him in a, they put him in a box where he had to answer, you know, yeah. where it was like, so you're telling me that you're not doing steroids. And I would imagine and I would say pretty confidently at this point after what I just saw, he made a decision early on where he was just like, no, I'm not on him. And then he's and then he's trapped in that lie. And yeah. the reason why I think that is because of the one clip where he goes, he's like, you know, people keep asking me about that. He's like, I might just do them. He's like, I mean, he's like, it's not like it violates any of my principles. Like I might just, I I just do them. Yeah. And I think what he was trying to say, I think what he was trying to do is he was trying to back out of that lie. Like where yeah. he was, you know, cause then he would just bump a huge cycle. He would get super big. He's like, fuck yeah, I'm on roids, dude. And like, and that way he's out of, cause like, you know, honestly, whether he's on or off stories, actually doesn't have anything to do with what he was selling. And he kind of just got trapped into this lie. And that was his, his way out. You know, it was like, uh, you know cuz like if he wouldn't have said that if he like cuz he's like i'm just thinking about doing you know a little bit of poison blah, blah, blah. and i was like dude that's i mean to me he actually seems like a pretty stand up dude especially because he said that like if he would have been like i would never use steroids i would never be a guy that cheated like that that's one thing but he's like i don't care i think he just got trapped in the lie early on and then he's trapped and he was trying to find a way out and that actually made me respect him, which makes me not respect these fucking rats that that exposed him even more so.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's an interesting take that you, uh, that's a really nuanced point that you made about him uh, not going out and leading with the fact that he's natural because yes, you do when you look like that, you you maybe in his head, he thought he could avoid that conversation. But as you're saying, he didn't make that a cornerstone of the persona that I'm all natty until his hand was forced and he made that decision. And I do consider that actually, I hadn't thought about this before, but I do consider that in a different category than somebody who comes out and says, look at me, I'm all natural. Isn't that unbelievable? Like, yes, he's saying all these things and, and there are people like that. And I think that, you know, if you, uh, make that distinction, I know it's maybe doesn't matter to some people, but that actually does matter to me because, you know, I've been in that position before. People ask you about stuff and it's like, I didn't come out saying like, look at me, I definitely don't take steroids. And then people are asking you, you know, people just force that question on you and it's still this modern day curiosity that people really want to play the gotcha with, you know?
1: Yeah, it's like, I I mean, like you go on Instagram and they're like these, you know, they're like these dimes that have... You know, they're they're 111 pounds and they have double D, perfect tits, and people are like, and like in the comments, all like, you know, they'll be on their live stream and it'll be like, like, hey, are your boobs real? It's like you stupid fuck. Of course they're not fucking real, dude. Like, <laughs> give me a break. And then like, and she'll be like, and you know, and like the cool girls are like, no, no, they're not real, honey. You know,
0: yeah,
1: but like, yeah, it's like ever everybody wants to like they want to stick a finger into the like you know the that's impossible it's like yeah it is impossible who cares like
0: yeah yeah and so it was also interesting seeing a bunch of people ask him the same thing because when he came on the fighter and the kid it was like people gave him shit or gave brendan and brian crap afterwards for not asking him but i think that's not the really relevant relevant. i know right it's like well do you think you're going to get a different answer about from him once you've decided that and actually we watched a clip of uh him on bradley martin's podcast and he actually frame the question in a way where he goes so why don't you talk about your steroid usage because it was framed to us right was like oh bradley talked about how he had him on and he he asked him and he s- sort of admitted to it and i'm like i really doubt that let's check the clip um so i don't know what got lost in translation there but like people play that gotcha thing where they're like so why don't you talk about your steroid usage you know and, and like in a way where you have to like you have to deny like you have to be like, I reject that question in order to to respond and, and uh keep the integrity of your previous statements. So we watched him wiggle out of that and it was sort of awkward, but I guess I don't know, my my capacity and taste for like making something uncomfortable in a sort of obvious way, you know. I mean the boob thing is a good analogy where it's like you really like who are you asking that question for? If it's that obvious, then it should be obvious and you're obviously asking in front of others, not in confidence, because it's a different thing if you were to go, like, go up to a girl and be like, oh my God, your boobs are so amazing and I, I'm i your friend, can I just ask you like, you know, can I see him real quick? No, <laughs> are they real or not? Uh, that is, a, you know, it's a different question than being like, fake boobs, you know, out in front of everybody. Um, it's so. a, yeah, it's
1: it's the gotcha thing, which is uh, and again, I mean, I don't know, I'm the wrong, I am the wrong person to ask about this because like, mm-hmm. you're going to be hard pressed to, pull a gotcha on me they're like hey have you ever had a problem with uh opioids i'm like fuck yeah you haven't weirdo you yeah. know it's like there's I'm, like i don't like i honestly believe that if you just say things confidently and you uh, not like pretend like you're confident if you genuinely are just like yeah this is this is my life what how there's no there's no mud anyone can throw at you because you're like yeah i did that yeah, I did that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you're on steroids, you're like, fuck yeah, I'm on steroids. You think that has anything to do with my nine pillars? Hey, go do steroids and see if you, if
0: you can do what I do, geek. Right, <laughs> <laughs> that is actually a legitimate answer to, to respond to people with because I think there's also a lot of confusion about like, what will certain steroids do to you? And most people underestimate the power or the proportion of that equation that's training. And diet, and people vastly overestimate the proportion of the equation that's anabolics. And it was interesting to see that part of this leak was like he talks about to this bodybuilding coach how many workouts he does a week, and he's pretty consistently seven days a week, almost doing two workouts a day, and you know CrossFit style metcons plus uh, Westside barbell powerlifting stuff or or conjugate training really, and. He, his body reflects that. And I think most people simply have never trained that hard in their life for even one day, um, let alone years and years on end. Uh, so, you know, maybe you've experienced the same thing. And also I was going to say with your opioid stuff, I know we've talked about this before, but I do think that's a really cool approach. And maybe you could talk about like the freedom that's given you. I don't know when you decided to talk about this or, or the conscious decision you made to bring it to your audience. But... Everything that I've seen in your comments is always people giving respect to it and saying, "Hey, this helped me." Or, you know, I just see when you're open about that kind of stuff, it creates a positive community that can actually help people. You know, whether they're going for it through it or somebody else is going through it, or you know, it just adds respect and integrity to uh, you as the person creating content, so people can trust you more. But you know, actually,
1: it, I sent a, a guy sent me a question today through email who's been on oxy for a long time like and he's because he's on like dr oxy you know like he has a shattered ankle and he's, so he's been on it for like nine years or something like that and he was like dude i've really been thinking about getting off you know i've been, I've been watching your content yada, yada. and i literally i took seven minutes and, and voice memoed the guy he's a stranger and i was just like this is exactly what you need to do and i just i, I put out a plan for how he can get off he is in a very advantageous position to be able to get off pretty painlessly because he has a, a ready supply of pharmaceutical oxy where a lot of people don't and there's a lot of ways that you can get trapped into this like it's <laughs> yeah into doing heroin or worse it's criminal like what the the I mean un, unsurprisingly you know if you go to a doctor and you're like, look I have a problem with opioids the yeah. the western doctor is going to is gonna hand you something that you're like, Oh my God. Yes. And they're handing you like a fucking envelope that has like a scorpion in it, dude. It's like, yeah. it's like, Oh, here's your, here's your solution, dude. You're like, Oh my God, thank you, doctor. And you don't even realize they just put you in a 10 times worse position yeah. because the pharmaceutical companies will, they, they do uh, you know, suboxone which is the mm. longest acting opioid in human history made in a lab intentionally to, to be so people can never get off of it. Never. It's like, right.
0: Yeah. It's a weird thing that we use like things like methadone, like we use opioids to get off of opioids. And I just, I can't see how that's anything, but just a continuation of that cycle, except putting the money, you know, into the, the pharmacists. Right. Um, but that's a good point actually about, you know, the ethics of doctors prescribing this stuff and you're like i relate to when you're saying you're spending seven minutes helping this guy out with a voice note that's actually i've realized that's one of the most gratifying elements of my purpose and why you know i'm driven to keep you know talking about this stuff publicly is it is really cool now i'm not dealing with people who are addicted per se but i like knowing that if somebody asks me a question and I can set them on the right path at least, or give them more information about how to go about it, like I really feel like that's a moral obligation that I have. And I also enjoy the human connection, but like, it's hard for me to think about denying somebody that, or, you know, those are the messages that I really try to get back to because I know this is important for somebody and I know there's many ways to do it wrong. And, you know, I'm in a position of luxury and so are you to like you've overcome your addiction and can speak about it coherently and and are you know a success story and i'd like to think that you know i'm a success story at least and that i haven't like gone crazy with addiction and i've experienced the highs and lows and have a message out the other side of being uh you know moderate least effective dose and, and i can actually give the specifics and Uh, My experiences on that to help guide people rather than just regurgitating, you know, what i read online So, you know a lot of people have been wondering mark Is this an oak and stone shirt that you've got on? Well, actually it isn't but you know what's underneath it? My bare chest (laughs) Yeah, I went layers today, okay daddy's getting fancy now if you want to get layered up This winter because it is gonna be cold probably where you're at even in California go to oakandstoneclothing.com get yourself one of these little ditties i know a lot of people took advantage of the 40 percent ah site-wide plus 10 percent more if you use code hella uh, over this past weekend for black friday and i'd love to hear how those purchases turned out please dm me and i'll feature you in my story and I'll, i know some of my friends actually took advantage for the first time um so i was really really glad to hear that because i do believe in the product and I do think they're great long-lasting clothes and the quality is better than almost anything else in my closet and I will continue to wear these clothes whether on top of things or under things or just loosely draped around my neck like a scarf. Thank you for listening. You know, it's pretty rare that I have a guest on that I'm talking to on this show and I know for a fact They're on Kratom too. Now, Jesse uses a different brand of Kratom. We won't go into that, but if you want to use the best Kratom on the market, you're gonna have to go to happyhippo.com and get some of that Kratom. You're gonna use promo code ThickBoy with three C's, and it's gonna get you 20% off. And you're gonna try that glorious, sweet Kratom. I like the shots, I always talk about it. I've tried the powder before, it's a way to get a lot and a little, but you know, haven't quite got the dosing down correctly. So I like the fact that a shot is pre-measured. It gives me exactly what I need. And that's a good amount for me. And I stick with it. Some people say, you know, oh, it's something that, you know, might have a a potential for abuse. Well, not for me because I feel good doing one. And, you know, I've tried doing two and it doesn't feel so great. So stick with the dose that works for you. Use responsibly. I think you're really going to enjoy it. And I can't wait to hear your experiences with it. And what and the thing that, yeah, I mean, for me, it's like,
1: I don't really even know how to describe it. It's like, you can be a, like, people who live completely sober, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand how people do that, dude. I really yeah, don't. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, like, I, and I've never pretended like that's what I do because I fucking don't. But, like, there's a huge, huge, huge difference between, like, you know, oh, I do Kratom throughout the day, you know, Kratom or, like, and and, you know, I take this this little thing that I can, you know, so I can go to sleep, you know, and then I party once a month like this versus I take fucking 20 Vicodin a day. You know what I mean? Like we're yeah, like, yeah. that's, it's, I mean, it's, and and I actually, I learned this from someone else. Uh, I can't remember what they call it, dude. It's like, uh, it's, Oh yeah, I do. It's called uh, it's called harm reduction. So it's like a, it's a new way of thinking about like addiction. That's just, like it's just like just fuck this abstinence shit that's like people are just white knuckling their whole life because what ends up happening is is it like creates this you know setting in your mind where you're either white knuckle dead sober or you're gonna slide down into like deep fucked up drug addiction like those are your only two options yeah Yeah. where harm reduction is like figure out a way to like actually do things like it's okay to do things in moderation like it's it's not you know, all that matters is that you're keeping your life together. You know, like if you're, if if you're on the right track doing the things that you want, you know, you're not doing anything that's, that's enough. That's going to seriously damage your health. And who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And there's, I do think you're right that the conversation is typically either you have a drug problem and the approach is to be totally sober. And I wouldn't be able to tell you any effective strategies that I've heard for like, Using in moderation, that message really is sort of ignored, even though I think that's probably a first step for a lot of people who can't afford in that particular moment to pursue sobriety with absolute intent. And when you can't afford to do that and you still try to and you think like, I'm going to get sober, but you don't have the resources or the ability to commit to it 100%, then maybe you feel like a failure if you don't actually achieve sobriety. So that can't help you know, with relapsing and, and making that cycle continue. Um But, yeah, I was also going to ask you, we talked about this a little bit before, and I thought you had an interesting perspective on, you know, speaking of the ethics of doctors prescribing opiates, knowing that this is going to be, you know, a continuous cycle. and, And I know you're a guy who thinks about that kind of stuff often with an unconventional perspective. But what are the ethics to you of a guy who deliberately pursues a viral marketing campaign while denying that he's on steroids, but he is on steroids, and... He's selling a supplement again. He's not going viral because he's like, you know, a car salesman or, you know, he's a painter. This this is something that there is a link, right? Even though he's not directly saying, if you take this, you'll look like me. It's sort of a wink and a nod that like, you know, when you could, if you were more primal like me, you would do this. Do you think as part of marketing, like, we should be outraged at him or is that fair game? I... Honestly, the only way I can answer that is to say
1: it completely depends on what we talked about, which was the, whether or not he volunteered, Hey, I'm not on steroids. Or if someone cornered him, asked him and then trapped him in the lie. Yeah. Cause if someone, like if, if, if it started with someone else asking, then he gets a pass from me. And, uh, because like I said, he was trying to back out of that lie, dude when he yeah. says i may as well i'm thinking about just doing them and getting super fucking jacked it doesn't it doesn't violate any of my pillars that's that's crystal clear to me he's trying yeah. to back out of that lie
0: yeah and when you look at that guy because i know you're really good at reading people and it's something you pride yourself on do you feel like this guy is a pathological liar who's been lying his entire life or do you assume or perceive that this could be more of an isolated thing that's revolving around a societal taboo that we still haven't quite lifted the taboo off of uh and he felt like he couldn't or maybe was pressured into not admitting this by his marketing and pr team um do you have any insight into that any any speculation on like is this guy a liar i think that i think that when he probably committed to that
1: it was before he even had a fucking p r team, like I bet yeah. it was like early on, and I mean you know, I'm speculating obviously, but i i highly highly doubt that uh you know that 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 it was like well again i you know what, I don't know about that it, like if he got mm-hmm. asked again, it just completely depends on what the 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 sequence of events were, you know what I mean, yeah where it's like if it was. Him openly volunteering that information Then, you know, where he's like, look And I don't ever do, you know, like I would never do dirt dirt. That's very dishonest to me, you know And that's it, but that's, but someone asking you a question That's not their fucking right to ask you that, really, you know Yeah It's like, uh, there are certain things that You know, it's like, dude, you're trying to build a business And like I said, like I can absolutely say now because he tried to back out of the lie, the use of steroids, yes or no, are not relevant to what he was selling really, you know? And so it's like, I mean, is there a component to where it's like, all right, I guess there's kind of an implication that if you just eat all this liver and fucking go caveman, you could potentially look like him because he's saying that he doesn't do roids. I, I can see that. But at the same time, that is the entire supplement industry. Right, right. And so when when he says... I may as well just do him. I think he's probably he's probably a good dude, dude.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I'm
1: Like I really I do not like this happening to him at all. The more <laughs> yeah. I saw, like the, what, the more I saw him, I'm like, this is just a bunch of jealous hater rats that fucking did him wrong. I would have never, if that information fell in my lap. Yeah, I've had things way bigger than this fall in my lap before. Yeah, I mean, you know, they say, well, this is a pretty big deal, but I've had things this big fall in my lap not super long ago and where no one had it and i didn't break it i, I w- it would have been a tremendous 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 it, like hugely advantageous to me and my channel and i went the other direction and i brought it to the person and was like look like this guy wants me to put this out I stuck him in my pocket. Like I yeah. I, I went with the long game. And which is exactly yeah. what they should have done. Liver King's got the world by the balls, dude. You could either expose him, you know, fuck his life up, and then I guess get like what did they even gain from that? Like more plates sport dates, he's already a he's already a super successful. So like what do you even fucking gain?
0: Yeah, I don't think it's purely clickbait. Like I or I don't think he's purely driven by getting views in that in that way. I have to assume if we're uh you know giving him the the most charitable interpretation of his motives that he felt ethically obligated to do that. Here's why I say that, because he seems like he's nerdy, he's very dry, he doesn't seem like somebody who would ever want to sort of put like fame, celebrity attention ahead of his own expertise. So those types of people um you know engineer types on the mbti personality inventory they tend to have a sense of like right and wrong like i have to do this and or tell the truth about something like even though it's going to hurt other people's feelings or hurt them like the the truth is something that trumps consequences for other people without necessarily being beneficial to them like think of you know i can think of for example my older brother I remember he's he's more of an a mathematician engineer type like he has a phd in uh, computer science and growing up he would always be the guy who kind of like point out the elephant in the room that would like the people with more advanced social skills would be like hey don't say that like don't don't point out the obvious in some ways but like you're pointing it out because you feel like it should be spoken and there's less in the way as far as going, hmm, I wonder how that would make that person feel, you know? So it's like almost on that autism spectrum to a degree. I'm not saying Derek is autistic, but I'm saying he's a few steps closer than some people are. Um, And I say that as somebody on the spectrum potentially, but he, it's hard to imagine that he, yeah, he just wanted like, oh, this is going to be my big break. He's already had the big break. He's already been on Rogue and there's not going to be anything bigger than that. Although seemingly Rogan had a big issue with Liver King or the last time I heard him talk about it, he was really like contemptful, uh, you know, towards. uh, He just said he
1: just called out the obvious, which was this guy's on juice, obviously.
0: Right, right. I don't think it's anything abnormal as far as response to him. But like, I know the Liver King wanted to get on Joe Rogan and it's like, well, you know, maybe he's got a chance now that it's come out and depending on his, you know, how he deals with it maybe but beforehand he's like i don't want that guy on here to like bullshit me for two hours about ancestral living you know like that was his attitude and i think rightfully so because you know when you're in that position where everybody wants to get on your show and it's like okay but how about being honest first you know um joe yeah joe's
1: like dude if i want to bring someone on who's gonna bullshit me i'll bring on fucking sanjay gupta from cnn and i'll buttfuck (laughs) him on national television (laughs) (laughs) i mean if you want me, to, you want me to deal with someone dishonest. Bring in the fucking CNN or the or the Pfizer rep. That that's a mistake. Those fuckers wouldn't make twice. I think the one time they're all they're all. Oh, it's, talk about underestimating your fucking enemy, dude. They're like, yeah. They're all, yeah. Why don't you, uh, you know, hey, just send Sanjay out there. You know, like all these Rogan listeners who aren't getting vaccinated. You know, just you know, send Sanjay on Rogan. <laughs>
0: it was like, ooh, yeah, that was fantastic too, because we do tend to, uh, you know put doctors on a pedestal in so many areas. And I'm a big believer that, like, look, listen to experts, but recognize the scope of their expertise and and intelligence. And, you know, just because he's a doctor doesn't mean that uh, he's going to be able to hold his own and debate with somebody just because you've underestimated him, essentially. But, yeah, I thought that was, when, was it. He seemed like a really good person too like i watched that
1: i watched that 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 podcast and was like sanjay gupta is a good dude
0: yeah he's if i don't know if Sanjay's underestimating me him but i think that people in general when they refer to the collective there's no
1: way in a million years that sanjay gupta went on rogan without there having been a very very big conversation among the big boys like all the pharma executives and all them there's no way no way he had a new book but everybody knew that Rogan had said all these negative things about the about the jab, so like there's absolutely no chance that CNN and and pharma guys allowed him to go on. They they made it. They took a strategic risk where they were like, I bet, you know, this guy's a cage fighter podcaster. When he goes up against Sanjay, Sanjay's going to show him all the benefits and whatever. And it just, you know, again, they drastically underestimated who he was going on to talk to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, that's one of the reasons I always feel like I relate to, you know, when, when the average guy watches Joe Rogan, it's like, that is a moment for any man out there who's been underestimated because it's like, oh, he's muscular. He works out. He spends a lot of time at the gym. He must be a fucking idiot. And, you know, that's sometimes the case, but, but not always. Um, Rogan does that on purpose too. He plays, he plays the like, oh, just a dumbbell comedian. He knows he's not that. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a nice out. And it's also sort of like Socratic, you know, or like you'd hear about, I don't know if it was Socrates or Plato specifically, who who would refer to himself as knowing nothing, but it's like, it's this good position to take that you're like, no, I'm not an expert. I'm curious, but like, you're the expert you tell me, and then I'm going to find holes, you know, in your argument. Um, so I think think and
1: like it, it's, it relieves a lot of pressure off of his situation, which is like I, I I highly doubt that he set out to be one of the most influential people in the world in regular, real issues, you know? And that way, like, he can just be like, why would anyone be listening to me, you know? Yeah. So he can have his voice, he knows he's influencing people, and at the same time, he's giving everyone, it's like, okay, don't go jump off a bridge because
0: I said it's a good idea, you know what I mean? Right, and I think that's also kind of a key difference that, that in this More played sports Dates video, they start off with defining you know the term charlatan and and part of it is kind of a distinction of what you're saying joe rogan is continually reminding you that like i am not an expert in the fields that i'm bullshitting about like i am just a guy who's curious about these things and as you pass over into the territory of hey listen to me and good things will happen to you right and of course that's a sliding scale but like you are a different figure at that point a guru you know a, a cult leader a religious figure whatever where you're presenting yourself as the person with the answers and I think Liverking's may be low on that spectrum compared to other more dangerous gurus but he's he's on that spectrum of going like listen to me I have some of the answers and I think Joe Rogan in a lot of ways carefully excuses himself from that kind of authority, even though it can have some benefits, you I agree
1: know. that he's he's very uh, he's. You know, it's funny, I just it's funny like I hadn't really thought of that. I just said on the video that I just did, I said I think Rogan and I, our base settings are so similar, it's like un unru- He, I agree with literally ever like any any opinion he's ever shared, I've agreed with. Where I'm like, and not like in a way where I'm like, hey, Rogan, you know, tell me what to think. I mean, every once in a while, he'll like he'll you know do a podcast where i'm like dude come on like stop showing off like everybody knows that you're not an actual homophobe like you don't need to rail on ben shapiro and and you know this dude over here but like right but for the most part like anything he's i'm like i i am totally aligned with him and i just said on this video i was like any of these like guru self-help guys it's just not my shit at all like i'm just yeah Like, I'm not into that stuff at all.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's always, that's always a red flag for me. I can get past that, but when somebody's presenting themselves like that in a really strong way and and claiming to have all the answers, my knee-jerk is always to, like, look for what they're hiding. Um, And I I do think the reason, this is what people who I've argued with about Rogan never seem to get, is they think, like, they think his listeners look to him as some sort of cult leader or look to him for opinions, but it's like, no no no, we don't look to him for opinions. It happens that we think in similar ways because of maybe you know, similar experiences of like, you know, we've done combat sports and we lift weights and like and we feel free enough and wherever we're at in life to kind of like agree with some of the stuff from the left and some of the stuff from the right, like, but there's, I've never heard a take from where you're like, that's outlandish and ridiculous. Um, And also- He's like one of our buddies. That's how it feels. It's like- And he's open to changing it. He's open to changing his mind, which is a really important thing too. Um, So before we get out of here, I just wanted to get your take on, if you were the liver king and this just happened to you, you're sitting at your compound, your 500 acre ranch or whatever the fuck he, he lives on, going, uh, you know, th- this is just happening, I like it's unavoidable, the cat's out of the bag, you know, uh, the, the, the situation isn't something that can be denied, or maybe it can, but how would you go about responding to this?
1: How oh smoked
0: is he on the emails? Like is he, is it, is it for sure him? From what I understand, and I, you know, uh, Brendan has even texted him a little bit. And I was like, was there any indication that he was like, no, no, this wasn't me. It was, you know, more plates, more dates has basically got him because he presented the same email address, emailing him with similar questions. Like he was looking for this bodybuilding coach, but got another guy. But like in that process of searching. Same email address address. It was like like yeah, yeah, like so it's like when Derek saw this email address from the guy, he checked his own inbox and he was like, Oh my god, he tried to email me last year, like with similar stuff, and a guy from his team did. So essentially, like just, just the emails on its own, you'd probably first go like, Wait a second, did somebody photoshop this? But then you'd look at the emails and be like, There's a lot of really specific information. Like if somebody wanted to pull this hoax, like they're a fucking genius at making the elaborate uh, details seem legitimate, but in this case there was also, the nail in the coffin to me was that he, like, he was on record sort of right before he made started making this big viral push, um, seeking the same advice with almost the same wording, so. Uh,
1: My gut is to just, like, definitely, definitely, no fucking public statement apologies. Definitely not that. Fuck no, not that. If I would say, if he wants to respond, he needs to go on someone, he needs to pick someone and go on their show and have a, like a conversation with them. You know, not like don't fucking do one of those hostage video apologies. That will not go over well. Like yeah. that's, a, that's a headshot right there if he does that. Yeah. Regar- Literally, regardless of what he says, headshot. His whole brand is like, self-ownership fucking put your dick on the table so be that dude you know be that go go somewhere where you're gonna get to have like an actual conversation with someone and just go look dude i here's the deal i've been doing like i've been actually i've been living this life for 40 years okay i've been in the public spotlight for 12 months okay so here's the deal early on Like, look at me, of course I take testosterone, but early on, you know, when people, I I got cornered, I never volunteered this information. Like I, I didn't say I did or I didn't, but people cornered me in a podcast. They asked me the question. I, I made a poor decision and just, and, you know, decided to say no. Cause I was honestly thinking about the young people that, that, you know, follow my stuff. I didn't want a bunch of teenagers to think they need to do this to look like me. So I said, no. Then it became such a huge thing because to anybody who has a trained eye, they're looking at me and they're like, dude, he's lying. So you just keep asking and asking and asking. I've already said that I don't, so I kept saying that I don't. But the bottom line is this. I tried, you know, that this is what it is. Like, yeah, I do. But I you know, and and I'm not gonna even get into my dosages, but they're not high. I take I take this because I believe it's healthiest for me. And I think that anybody who's 45 years old is probably going to be healthier if they do a similar regimen of testosterone, but that's up to you and your doctor. I'm not giving medical advice. And I didn't want to get into giving medical advice, which is why I didn't talk about it. Now that we've got this big like expose, yeah, I do them. It is what it is, it doesn't, change. it doesn't change the value of any of the things that I've been talking about, nor will it ever change the value of any of the things that I've been talking about. And from here on out, if people want to talk to me about what I put in my body beyond what I'm talking about in terms of supplements, I'm not going to be one of these guys that's going to talk to you about fucking steroid doses and shit like that. That's not my brand. Talk to your doctor about that like I talk to mine and I'm done with the
0: fucking topic. And then that's it. Ooh, Jesse on fire, bringing that. Hey.
1: That's exactly I what I was saying.
0: I appreciate you coming on. I think that's a that's a great answer and uh, a great way to, to end this call. I hope he takes your advice because I agree the only way out of this and moving Tended forward to him. is is for him, I will, <laughs> is for him to take extreme ownership. And we're definitely gonna clip this out. And um, yeah, man, I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for joining. And we'll definitely get you on again very soon. Uh, and uh, if you don't follow Jesse already, Jesse on Fire is his YouTube channel where he does- Or Jesse follow. on Everything. Jesse on Everything is everything outside of MMA and they're both fantastic channels uh, with uh, amazing daily content uh, appearing on both from what I understand. I mean, I know you have MMA stuff. I don't know if it's uh, a daily for Jesse and everything too, but it has um, been lately. There we go. Okay. My man, we'll talk soon. All right, man. Chat soon. Take care.